Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Discipline Therapy Talk. I'm going to recap from last night's episode on the Discipline Therapy Podcast. If you missed the episode of Where Would You Like to Go on the First Date, go back to the YouTube channel, put in youtube.com slash the Discipline Therapy Podcast. This season, season five, we're only doing visuals and audio exclusively on the YouTube channel. So there's no audio for season five. Audio will return for season six. Season five finale is Thanksgiving, November 25th. Season six premiere is December 16th, Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. And that is December 16th, once again, 2021. I'm going to do a little recap of yesterday's show. So, ladies and gentlemen, but more for the ladies I'm speaking to. Now, women out there who are, whether they're younger, older, you know, they had kids at an early age. Now their kids are older. So now they have their time to be free and single and mingle and whatever. Then there's women out there who still under 30 or maybe they just hit that 30 mark. They don't have kids. Um, maybe they have a child. Maybe they're single. Maybe they're, you know, searching for their career, searching for their identity, searching for who they want, searching for the type of man they want. I would always urge women to go on as many dates as possible with men, learning different men, seeing how they interact in person because everybody can be different online, wherever you met them. You met them at a a supermarket, wherever it is, met them at a, a venue, like a club, they're a different person in there than they are in, um, you know, in a, in a, in a fucking Starbucks or Barnes and Nobles. It was a different environments make people act differently. So it's good to take them out in different places to see how they are revealing their true colors. But I wouldn't recommend women giving their panties to every man that they date. Why? Because as much as the ladies out there don't want to hear this, a bunch of feminists out there probably who are a plague to society, third wave, red flagging, victim to the patriarchy, society of feminists always crying victim and stuff and, you know, equality and men and women and this and that and emasculating and women are always right or better. Those type of women, they may not agree with this. And they may tell me to shut the hell up. But ladies, your body count should matter to you. Now, why do I say this? Well, if you plan to get married one day and have kids, if you plan to find a good man or whatever it is, your past is going to matter to him. That's why a lot of you women may not want to tell him the body count. Y'all don't want to tell him what y'all did. Y'all, you know, whatever it is, most, most of y'all women probably preaching your good girls, probably had your little bi-curious moment. And I'm not saying that's, that's bad, but these are the things that you may not want to tell your partner. Um, you may have gotten drunk one day, had a threesome, your girlfriend bought her man in, and you know, you got double penetrated, or maybe you got penetrated by two men. Whatever your experience was, had a one night stand, fucked in the club bathroom, whatever it is, there's there is a shortage of good girls left in this world. 
And I'm going to talk about that on Mondays, Monday, Modest Monday, when I talk about the signs to a good girl. But let's get back to business. There's also a shortage of alpha dominant male kings as well. So women should go to as many dates as possible, but they shouldn't be giving their cooch or their panties up to every man. I don't care if they're drunk. I don't care if it's a rebound. In the holy book of Nigelations, chapter 11, verse 7, it states, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife or a traditional woman. Women are inclined to getting diseases more than men if they sleep around. You don't have to agree with me. You could research this. More diseases are found in women than there are in men. You know, women have the hoe. And um, a lot of people don't understand that. Women connect sex with emotions. And the better the sex, the more attachment she's going to build with you. You got to understand that there's different chemicals that drip from our brain versus women's brain. And that oxytocin builds that emotional connection and that attachment with your body being physically attached to them, mind and soul. And it could have been a guy you probably really not interested in. You know what I'm saying? Could be a good girl, finds a bad boy. Yeah, he's physically appealing, but he has all these toxic tendencies. You have sex, fuck her really, really well. You know, she starts building attachment with you. She's confused. She thinks she's giving you her hurt, but no, you just fucked her really, really well. You know, to a point where, you know, your dick probably touched her heart. And then now she's thinking, oh, he has my heart. I love him. I'm this, I'm that. But it's not true. The only women who could sleep around are the ones that do it for work, whether they're sex workers, prostitutes, or hosts. She's emotionless going into the relationship, and she could have some sexual or childhood traumas she hasn't confronted. When a woman is moaning, yelling, her eyes are rolling in the back of her head, her legs convulsing while, she, while you're speaking dirty to her and seducing her into submission, these are the emotions that she starts to build. Me, I have sex with condoms. How many women are out there are that responsible? How many women out there are going to, you know, tell them, you know, ask a man, did you bring protection? Did you do this? Some of these women have chosen to be on IUDs, birth control, whatever, to have unprotected sex. Or the other way, maybe it's to regulate their period. Maybe they can really get bad periods or whatever it is. Imagine a woman allowing every man she dates or found handsome inside of her. Let's say she fucked a different man a week. A woman's body count is like a vehicle. Less miles it has, the newer the vehicle feels and drives. Granted, a car can always change the transmission and it can drive brand new again. But a woman's body is the same value as like a car. Now, when you change your oil in a car, it's every 3,000 miles. Women have their monthly cycle every, every month. So it's every 28 to 30 days. Some women is earlier, shorter. Some women might be on their period for five days. Some women might be on their period for three. Some women might be on their period for seven days. What you got to understand is men have to earn their value and women are born with it. So women should always preserve their value. What a lot of people don't understand is especially women, the more notoriety you have, the more people know about you, the more body count you have, the more sex you're having. The irony about that is 
you're lowering your value. If you are a woman who is sexually exquisite, this nymphomaniac, you're a freak, you know everything about sex, you dominate men sexually and, and, and all that other stuff, you're, you're knowledgeable more about sex than the man or your partner, dominate him in whatever capacity. Oh man, I give the best head. I got the best pussy. I got the golden pussy. Meanwhile, pussy's everywhere. You know, I'm, I'm this. I got the wop. These women are not valuable. These women are the bottom. I don't care how good they look. I don't care how much money they have or whatever it is. These women are not valuable to valuable men. Valuable men don't look at these women and say they're high value. They look at these women and say, oh, I want to be next. I want to get, get the pussy, go ghost after. That's the main goal. So they might tell you whatever you, you want to hear, you know, just to get the end goal. Because as they know that you're playing a game, whether it's she's playing a game on social media, she's doing this, she's attention seeking. I'm playing a game with her as well. But I'm going to play this game of letting her know whatever she wants to hear, kiss her ass, pander to her in whatever capacity, put her on a pedestal. Once I get those panties, I'm going to show her my true colors. And if it's, if it's what it is, it's what it is. I mean, I got it already, so I don't care. You know, most men will move like that, especially men who are higher economically value. I'm not saying they're high value. I'm saying they're high economically value. They might have a lot of money. They might be financially valuable, but they're not high value men. They're not dominant men. They're not alphas. You know, they're more betas. You might get in a situation like that. Where you, where you see that. But the reality is, you know, you as a woman, you are low value. You vibrate at a low frequency because sex is energy. And I'm not really going to get philosophical in all this because we got seasons coming in season six. So I don't want to just give you guys all of it. You know, you're going to have to tune in for season six when we talk about all these things and we have different topics. It's not the same for a man. The more a man has the more value he has in that specific category and as as a man confidence and all of that but the more a woman has the more bodies a woman has the more the less valuable she is because at the end of the day like if you're a woman that wants to get a husband you're not gonna approach men you're not gonna be on one knee and if you are are you still gonna respect them if you went on, if you got on one knee and proposed to a man and he accepts, are you still going to respect him? I mean, at that moment, we know who's going to wear the pants in that relationship dynamic. We know who's going to wear the pants in that marriage. Men choose their wives. Men choose who they want to marry. Women marry who they can. They settle. They settle. That's what a lot of women do. They settle. Most women want alpha males, but they settle for betas. Settle for beta male providers. They settle for beta males, settle for simps, they settle for all these panderers. They settle for these men. Women, you have to preserve your value. And you got to understand, the more energies you're letting inside you, the more energies you're letting around you, you're going to absorb that. So, yeah, you know, do what you want to do as far as dating, you know, many dudes and trying to find the right guy, whatever. Maybe you like to eat. So you're also using these guys, you know, maybe, hey, he's going to pay on the first date. I'm going to the club every weekend to get drinks. That's fine. Just be a prerogative. Do what you want to do. But at the end of the day, I still feel like you should preserve the pussy. Men, most men like this shit tight. Most men don't like this shit beat up. And like I said, I refer to women like a vehicle. Unless a man 
even a man like me who's willing to train, I, I could take a beat up vehicle and soup it up. But when it comes to a woman, it's different. You know, women have to preserve their value. And, you know, I don't care if you're like at an age right now, you're 35, 40, 45, 50. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm just having my fun and all this other stuff. Yeah, you're a hoe. You know what I'm saying? There's no other way around it. You're a whore. Like, if you move like this and you, you know, you want to, and I'm going to talk about it on Monday, but, you know, there's no other way to explain it. And you could justify whatever you want to justify and say whatever you want to say and flip the narrative to fit in your, um, to make it justify for yourself. And you look pristine. Oh, yeah, I'm having my fun and uh, I could do what I want. I make my own money. And why can't a woman, you know, be with multiple men or why can't a woman sleep around and do No, you're a whore. You got to understand that. Man, men that are going to be with you are only going to be beta males that are going to be with you. Alpha males, they're not going to want to be with women that are well known. Other people know them. Mad dude saying, yo, he got her or whatever it is. You're not going to want that. And if you're doing this young and then you want to get married and have kids, it's going to be even worse. It's going to be even worse. And I could talk about fucking celebrities, but I don't like to name drop nobody. So when their kids are like, hey, mom, I saw a tape about you online. And hey, mom, those lyrics that you sing and they're dancing to your music or whatever it is, but you're telling them not to. Like, you see what I'm saying? This stuff is going to affect your kids one day. This stuff is going to affect your your spouse one day and you know a lot of times most women live in a fantasy world majority of them 98 percent, only two percent don't but 98 percent of women live in a fantasy world they think they can have their cake and eat it too a lot of women don't really think about the future they don't think about their actions today can affect them five ten years from now i always urge women to preserve your value because you are born with it but Y'all don't realize this stuff because y'all are born with privilege, whether it's pretty privilege, uh, gender privilege, y'all born with privilege. So y'all never going to understand what I'm saying. And when I break it down, you're going to be realized, oh, man, like the way he broke it down and dissected that, like he's right. Privilege is invisible to those who have it. That's why you may not. That's why this is like I'm speaking foreign to you right now with the things that I'm saying, because it's invisible to you. You've just got things at your leisure whenever you could get it. And you don't know why you can get that. You know, men always have to earn their value. And when you think about it, like when you think of money and you think of sex, you look at those things as transactional in a way. Like if a man is stable financially, if he's good in bed, he could acquire women. He could acquire sex. A woman doesn't need to make money to acquire sex so it's it's almost like men almost have to pay for it and women give it whether it's a first date he's paying for it dinner it's like money and sex is transactional and it's crazy how it looks that way but some men you know they end up paying for it i don't agree with that but you know if people want to dissect it they can say well you know everybody's paying for sex in some way you go on a date you pay for the first date? No, not necessarily. If you're both eating, you're you're both eating. No. Now, if you paid for the first date and you just watched her eat, okay, then you yeah you paid for sex. You paid for uh, you paid for dinner on the first date. 
She was the only one that had a meal. After that, you said you're going to give me the panties. She gave you the panties and you paid for sex. Yeah, then I can say you guys are right. But reality is, no, you guys are wrong. All right, but I'm going to get into it more down the line. I'm going to talk more on Monday about um, the signs of what to look out for for good girls and what are the signs of being a good girl. I urge women to preserve their value. You know, I don't really care about those women who are 50 something years old, 45s, whatever, 40s. They're feminists, plagued to society. I don't care what they do. But the younger girls, you guys still have a chance. You guys still have um, more opportunities. So learn to learn, listen, and smarten up. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned in to Discipline Therapy Talk. Peace.